Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. For the 150th time, Robbie Koblenz in studio alongside Art Shirley and Jay Reed. Guys of a certain age, but it's not the 150th time we all have been on here together. No, I don't know how many that would be that we've actually been here collectively. Four, five times? (laughs) I can't count that high. So, congratulations, 150 shows. And to you as well. Stunned. I'm just surprised we've kept Jay around this long. Sorry, Mr. Sharif. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Are you thrilled? <laughs> the, thrilled beyond belief. The The tone in his voice says it all. And it's he's a very he's, educational 150 episodes. Uh, yeah. you're, 149. Uh, your, your knowledge base has been expanded quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. The education of Jay. Or the miseducation of Miseducation of <laughs> Mr. Jay Reed. That's it. That's yeah. it. All right, let's jump into Geeks of the Week. I've got to go first because I stole Jay's Geek of the Week, and he only cried a little bit. Sorry, Mrs. Reed. And uh, what? Huh? That was well, not mine. Oh, of course you. <laughs> yeah, you don't do sound effects. I don't do sound effects. You just do sounds, but they're not effective. Uh, <laughs> Depends on what the effect you're looking for. Yeah, okay. there you go. There and you we're go. off the rails. That's got to be already. So, as you guys hopefully listen to this, the Robert Jordan Wheel of Time series is about to debut. On Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. You're going to lean good. into not pronouncing French today, right? You know, why not? <laughs> why not? I mean, let, let's yeah. keep, just keep the gag going. So, um, for those of you who have never heard of Robert Jordan, this was a series that started in 1984 when the first book, Eye of the World, was released. Yeah. Robert Jordan, I think it was supposed to be originally a four book series. I don't know. Who knows? It ended up being, I believe, 14 books by the time it's all said and done. And the series outlived the author. Really? Mm-hmm. So his last three books were published. Posthumously, posthumously, you got it right first time. There you go, there you go. After he died, after he died. Mm-hmm. So from from notes that he'd left, he'd left pretty extensive notes. So Amazon, looking to find ways to spend our prime money, decided that they're going to not only spend a billion dollars on a Lord of the Rings series, but they're doing Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time. So now. Yeah. Jay, I stole this from you because I claimed ownership because I've read at least nine of the books. Have you read any of the books? I've read none, but my my son has read many of them. So what? Does, so when can we get him on as a guest? <laughs> Immediately, probably. Oh, <laughs> uh, what does what does son Jacob think of Wheel of Time? Well, I think he enjoyed the books. He told me that he was excited. He saw the trailer, was excited about it. You know, but he was wondering how they would cram so much information uh, from the. He, I, what did he say the first book was 700 and something oh, it's pages huge. It's huge. and uh, one of the one of the quotes i read was that i don't know i guess it's in the whole series over 2000 Twi- named over 2500 named characters named characters good grief yeah jacob said he got seriously into world building and it was kind of hard did. to you know keep yeah. up with a little bit but oh i mean it just from watching the trailer, it looks interesting to me. So there's there's elements of Lord of the Rings. There's mm-hmm. elements of Dune in here. There's elements of of Star Wars to an extent. The uh, the, the light, the dark. Yeah, yeah. So the premise is there's this one true power, which is a magic power, which can f- flow through male or female alike. The one true power was corrupted by the Dark One, Shatan, I think is how you pronounce his name. Who mm. knows? I have no idea how to Sounds pronounce familiar. names. And uh, so male... Uh, male wielders of the one power go insane and the original 
uh, the most powerful male wielder at the time of the first age. I forget his name. I, no, it's Randall Thor, the dragon goes nuts and wrecks the world. Not unlike what Torak does in the Bulgariad series. Hmm, he also borrowed from that. But you have this... Also this, didn't read that. Yeah. So, it, 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 so the only true wielders of the one power are females. And they have a, a sisterhood a lot like the Bene Gesserit from Dune. Hmm, we may be talking about that later. Uh, and so that sets up the whole premise. There's a dark one who has like... 10 disciples who are getting out the there's supposed to be seven ages of the world and the wheel of time turns and turns and anyway it's huge so it's, tell me if i'm saying this, this right debut uh november 19th okay so right before thanksgiving and she in the you're trailer, gonna ask me says, if you're gonna pronounce something correctly yes i'm gonna oh, see wow. if, if, if this desperate. phrase is correct the wheel wields what the wheel will that's what she says at the end of the trailer. I you think. Know, I don't remember that, but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't. That's not. From I haven't the book read. Or, yeah, I've got a whole bookshelf a wheel of time, and I only got through like uh, book eight or nine. They got very repetitive mm-hmm. because they got to a point where they were going on a quest, it, and so the the main character, the Asadi or ever how you pronounce her name, I forget. I think it's Morgan, Morgan, whatever. Rosamund Pike. Yeah, Rosamund Pike. She goes into this village where there are three suspected uh, young males who may be the dragon reborn. Uh, so she's looking for them a lot like uh, Gandalf going into Hobbiton. Mm-hmm. And so they go off on an epic adventure. So, so. are they, um, do you know if this series, what eight to 10 episode series covers just one book or are so they trying to cover? So several? it's, it's supposed to be pieces, parts from the first few books. Cause there's a lot of reverse world building that happens, you know, uh, he gets really, really deep into. So they're, if they're going to cover the whole series, they've got to cut out a lot mm-hmm. and they probably will need six or seven seasons to do it. So Yee. who knows? It's going to be kind of crazy. I'm looking forward to see what they do with it. Hopefully they'll be a little bit more faithful to the book than Apple TV has been to foundation Foundation. Mm. it kind of watched the last ep i mean the current episode last night they released it a little bit early i guess not to conflict with tom hanks finch science fiction movie because apparently sci-fi and fantasy fans can only watch one thing at a time Mm -hmm. yeah so but anyway i'm excited to see what they do uh the trailers look interesting Mm -hmm. it's just a gigantic project to tackle and not a lot of other than rosamund pike i didn't really recognize any of the actors that like young I didn't recognize any actors. I didn't recognize anybody. Did you ever, you, you didn't read the books, did you? I did not read the book. They're gigantic. They're huge. I mean, there's like six to 800 pages. I was thinking about doing my thing and reading the book and then watching the series, but when he told me it was 700 or something pages, I'm not so sure. Yeah. And Especially if I have to read them all to, to keep up well, with the series. You're not going to have to read them all, but I mean, it's, it's pretty in-depth. I may go back and reread the first book. Um you know, after the series finishes up, just to kind of compare and contrast. Maybe but, you can write a book report. Uh, no, I'm not going to do report. that. book report. So. just gave one. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Right. Were you not listening to me again? Yes. Okay. What's your then? What's your geek? So I think I can, you're supposed to do him last. Oh, am I supposed? To, yeah, yeah, am I supposed to come to you last? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right, Art. I'm coming to you. So next. mine is from thirteenthdimension.com. Uh, one of my favorite. Hey, is that a safe Earl? Is that a safe? It is a way? safe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't not going to take any life size dolls or anything like that. But, <laughs> Unlike uh, other people on this podcast, yeah, that's right. It's uh, Dan Greenfield's uh, uh, blog that he has that I go to a lot. It has a lot of stuff, a lot of Batman stuff, a lot of comic book stuff. Uh, Paul, uh, one of the comic book guys, Paul Kupperberg, 
uh, wrote this article about Atlas, and I did I did not know about I, there was an old Atlas comics that came about uh, in the 1950s. This is one called Atlas Seaboard, and it's one that uh, Martin Goodman started. He sold Marvel. Uh, and and left there with the idea that his son Chip would take over as the president. Well, that didn't happen, and he got really mad at it. So he took the money that he had, and he started this upstart uh, comic book company in 1974. And one thing he did was he paid artists and writers really well to try to get artists and writers to come over. What a novel concept. What a novel concept indeed. Unfortunately, because of that, it didn't last very long. But he had folks in there like Frank uh, Frank Thorne, Neil Adams, really, Steve Ditko came and did stuff for him. Had all these different comic book artists that were just legends of their time at that time, and did these comics. And I've never seen a lot of these comics. I would imagine probably what happened is uh, in seventy four, seventy five. That you know that would have been the peak of my comic book reading and collecting time, probably. You know, and that's that about the on. time I learned to read. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Of course, you were eleven, so I don't know if that says a whole lot about you, but. <clears throat> that's right sorry mrs Goblet. <laughs> that's right there you go but anyway there's all these there's a lot of conan derivative kind of things uh tarzan derivative things there's uh some war stuff that's kind of like sergeant rock um there's some demon stuff they also did some that kind of were going into the uh eerie and creepy vampirella type stuff which was a little bit more adult themed things which and i've never seen any of these and i just imagine that probably they had trouble getting on uh, spinner racks at the time just because they were a new company. But they had really, really good artists and things. Uh, Dick Giordano uh, did some stuff. He did a character called Phoenix here. Howard Chaikin. I always liked Howard Chaikin oh, a yeah. lot. Scorpion. He did yeah. uh, uh, American Flag uh, later for another comic. There's a Neil Adams cover here. There's But the characters are like Tiger Man. There's Adventure Stories, which is you know kind of like Adventure Comics. There's The Scorpion. Phoenix is a character, son of Dracula, I guess because Dracula's public domain, they could do that, although I know Marvel had some uh, some stuff. Their answer to Vampirella was Devilina. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> so that's, all these are kind of, you had the Destructor, um, Demon Hunter, you know, it looks a whole lot like uh, some of those things. You've got the Brute. Iron Jaw? Iron Jaw, you've seen this? Yeah. yeah. The Brute was very much like a Hulk character, it looks like. Uh, you had, uh, again, the Sergeant Rock stuff. Wolf the Barbarian. That's Wolf correct. the Barbarian. They had several Barbarian characters or whatever. But anyway, I just did not know about this comic, uh, this comic company. And uh, so it was kind of neat to see that. And I would love to be able to see some of these old issues, especially when you think about you know some of the people that were associated with it. But it ultimately went out of business in a few years. So uh, not, nothing's happening now? No, nothing's happening now. But you kind of wonder if it's one of those things that people go, hey, there might be a property. Will you want to adapt here? And this might be something we could do. But, oh, and, and like uh, Larry, Larry Lieber worked for him, uh, oh. Stan Lee's younger brother. Hmm. So that was kind of a strange thing. They actually hired him away from Marvel for a while. Wow. So interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun. Are you ready now, Jay? I'm ready. Are you sure? Yep. Life-size dolls. <laughs> no, 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 not no. today. I want to tell you about this new series called Wheel of Time. <laughs> no, I have a two-parter. One is just a little announcement uh, we've talked about. He had nothing. About. He had nothing five minutes ago. Yeah, and that's right. just I got, got an announcement. Part. Yeah. Um, Book of Boba Fett uh, ah, release date yes. was announced December 29th, which kind of surprised me. I, You know, Mandalorian's way out there, yeah. and Book of Boba Fett was kind of talked about at the end of Mandalorian, so I guess they've been... 
talking about it, doing more with it than they let on. Let on, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because uh, and that, of course, it looks good. I mean, we got the idea from the end of Mandalorian, I guess the maybe end of a uh, credit sequence when he's sitting mm-hmm. on on Jabba's little throne or whatever. So that seems to be sort of the idea that he's taken over the uh, leadership of whatever Jabba led. And uh, anyway, so looking forward to that in I guess New Year's Eve sort of time. Yeah, right before New Year's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be fun. So, yeah. So, anyway, part two of my presentation. Since this will drop, I guess we're, even as we record, we're sort of in the full beginnings of the holiday season, right? Yeah, so, like so by the time this drops, it'll be even more holiday. So, I have an early um, early Christmas gift for Robbie. Gosh. So, I want him to open After it After all the abuse. On the air. You have a present for me? Yes, sir. Really? Yep. It's it's. It, I didn't want you to, you know, how people... Uh-oh. And they start seeing things at Christmas, they buy them for themselves. And so I thought if I got this early. I got a green squirrel bag. Oh, yeah. wow. Pay no attention to the, to the squirrel bag. Yeah. It's got a little weight to so it. So I want you to be able to enjoy this all through the holidays. Maybe even read a bit. Die Hard Christmas. That's it. Oh, I can't read. Do you have Did, this? No, I do, do not. No, this is great. A Die Hard Christmas. Should I read it on the air? The illustrated uh, just don't, read the la- don't read the last page. But, the uh, illustrated holiday classic. This is great. Where'd you find this at? On, on the interwebs. Of course you found it on the interwebs. Yeah. It's actually sort of, it's it's all in rhyme. And Yippee-ki-yay. it's kind of... Uh, yeah. Sorry, Mr. Towards the night before Christmas kind of this is awesome. to it. This is awesome. I think you should read a little bit. Maybe They spoke know. not a word and unloading big crates. They cut the phone lines and locked all the gates. Carl swept the ground floor shooting every guard dead while visions of beer, bearer bonds danced in his head. John took off his shoes making fists with his toes. It actually worked. Well, what do you know? That's great. That's great. That's going to be, that should be. That's we should do a required Christ- reading, yeah. Yeah, we should do a Christmas episode. Maybe talk about you know favorite holiday catalog gifts. We could open it with a Die Hard Christmas. There you go. A censored Die Hard Christmas because yeah, everything yeah. is. There it's, was you some said war- the last page, right? There were some parental so, warnings on it, and then but I read through it, and there was really just the last page. So Merry Christmas to all. Be kind to one another, and most of all, Yippee Kaye. <laughs> That's the end of the book. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. It's quite nice. I was really afraid you already had it because, you know, I figure most everything <laughs> that I've seen on the interwebs, y'all have seen a week before. So. Oh, it's been much more and more before but that. But you have seen the movie, though, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you consider it a Christmas movie? Of course. Okay. I it, do not. You do not? No. Yeah. Well, that's the way it goes. So, all right. That is that is geekage of the weekage. So uh, we're going to jump into the second half of the episode, and we're going to discuss the movie Dune, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Up next, we're back. We're going to talk Arrakis, Dune, Desert Planet. So finally, Jay, I love the look on Jay's face. That was John Picard, you know, in. That was Jean-Luc Patrick Luke Stewart. Picard. Yeah, in, in Dune, which Jean-Luc Picard, uh, excuse me, Patrick Stewart. Sir was, Patrick Stewart. Sir actually, Patrick yeah. Stewart now was in the David Lynch yes. version as Gurney Hollick. Mm-hmm. So we go from Jean-Luc Picard to Aquaman. How interesting yeah. is that? So anyway. Wait, what? No, not Aquaman. Patrick Stewart Patrick played the Stewart. same role, but I think it was the same role as Josh Brolin. Josh right? Brolin, yeah. that's yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, because because Aquaman's Duncan Idaho. Thanos, right. not Aquaman. And he was, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think his name is Robert Jordan. That actor's name was. Sure, I don't know. If you say so, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, you both have seen Dune, right? Yeah. Yes. Directed by Denis Villeneuve. 
All right. So I have no idea. Apparently, I've been pronouncing that among many other <laughs> words good. wrong for a long, long time. So, Jay, you've never read Dune, correct? I'm not. So, what did you think of the movie, and were you able to follow along? I was able to follow along because we've talked, about, we've done an episode before, and I had some background, and I watched the David Lynch version prior to that episode. Oh, sorry about that. So, I at least had an idea of what the story was, and I, I actually really enjoyed it, even if I had not known the, you know, the background. I thought it was very well done. Um, you know, excited to see the second part because I could tell there was a lot left off. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, as far as there was a, it didn't end. I didn't feel like it ended like cut off necessarily, but clearly there was more to the story. So I mean, Zendaya hardly got a you know was hardly in it almost. Yeah, uh, and they built her pretty highly. So yeah, so I. I I don't know the production value. Everything was just crazy. It was gorgeous. Um, and Richard Jordan, first of all, is the guy's name, not no. Robert Jordan. No, uh, I no. was I, no, 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 no. Dennis. Oh, when a point like that. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sorry. I thought maybe I had other contributions to make. <laughs> Denis Villeneuve had also directed uh, Blade Runner 2049. Right, and so a lot of similar visuals. Gorgeous, mm-hmm. gorgeous movie. Um, so, but you understand, you understood the whole great house war mm-hmm. thing with the emperor. Yeah. Because I felt like in the David Lynch piece, a lot of that was left out or cramped through and, mm-hmm. you know, whatnot. So, I got a pretty good idea. Good. What do you think, Art? I was not really blown away by it. I thought it looked great. Uh, I read a review that I think perfectly encapsulated my thoughts for it. It's like, if this had been a school project, the report thing would have said, we know Denis can do better. This is a nice effort, but we know Denis can do better. This author <laughs> thought that uh, the writer, writer of this article thought that, uh, uh, and it was on space.com is what it was, where the article came from. I don't remember the author's name, but he said Blade Runner 2049 is Denis' uh, masterpiece. He said that's the huh. best movie he's ever done. And he also did Arrival, uh, which was a, a, a great thing. Starring uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, that's right. That's right. That's his name. Not Mash is Hawkeye. <laughs> Not Al at all, though. No, no. But uh, uh, but I just, I mean, I thought the movie was, I was enjoying the whole movie, thought it was really good. I thought uh, they did a much better job of explaining things. I watched it with uh, Becky and Will, neither one of them who had, Becky had seen the original one, but neither one of them familiar with the story. No, they saw the David Lynch version. That's David not Lynch the, version? Yeah, you said the original one. Which one's the original one? Well, there is an original one because that's a piece of garbage. So Dune has never really been filmed before. A lot of people have come to appreciate the 84 one having seen the new one. They said, you know, there's a there's a charm to the 84 oh, one. Well, he yeah. is the Quizak Hatterack. Yeah. Oh, uh, also, this author said that... Uh, uh, what is it, Harkonnen? Is that that they said? Yeah, Harkonnen versus Harkonnen. Yeah, so they said that they mispronounced that in the new one. It should have been Harkonnen, but you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I thought I read something from the Herbert estate that said Harkonnen is, is right. the correct yeah. pronunciation, it's like Tarzan versus Tarzan. Yeah, but which uh, one's right? Tarzan. Tarzan. Yeah. So short but, Zan. But uh, huh? So short Zan or GIF versus GIF. Uh huh. We could go Jeff. all day. But uh, but on Tarzan versus Tarzan. Edgar Rice Burroughs said, I don't care how they pronounce it as long as the check clears. <laughs> yeah. much, you know? As long as they him, buy You it. call them whoever you want to call them. That's but, right. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, like I said, production values, I agree with all that. I thought it was good. I thought um, some of the acting I thought was flat. I thought Oscar mm-hmm. Isaacson was a little bit flat on some stuff. 
Uh, I thought the best. Yeah, he could have done better. I thought the best actor in the whole thing. I agree with this. It was David Bautista did a great job. Oh, he was I great. I thought uh, Charlotte Rampling uh, was was she was the uh, the Benny Jesuit woman who test. Uh, oh, the Reverend Mother Guys Mohammed. Yeah, yeah. Mohammed. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, but and my problem, and this was the same thing that the, we we all felt like this after watching it. It just ended. I didn't I didn't feel like it came to a conclusion as much mm-hmm. as it is. And, and I've said this before about other movies. It, it needs to stand on its own as a movie, and I didn't feel like it did. In fact, I found myself thinking, "Oh, I need to watch the next episode of Dune because I feel like I've watched the first three episodes yes. of a nine episode series." Yeah, mm. I'm going. When am I going to watch that? So. In 2023, yeah, and for to have that long a wait for it, I think that's that's a problem. So you know, some folks were comparing it, it's the next Star Wars and the next Lord of the Rings. It's really not. It's, it's I don't think it's the next Star Wars and next Lord of the Rings. It's it's the Deathly Hollows is what it is. Because yeah. if you go into it knowing that it is one of two parts, I think it's a little bit better yeah. for you mm-hmm. uh, from an expectation standpoint. Because doing such a huge book and talking yeah. about world building, you know, we we're talking about Robert Jordan while yeah. ago. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, this is 10,000 years in the future. I mean... Yeah. Complete. And like I said, I thought... That I was so into it at first because I thought they are really doing a good job of of giving us all that information. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I just wish it had a little bit more of a dramatic I mean, ending to it. I mean, granted, we're knowing what's coming next. You know, I, I know it's going to be... You know, I can kind of see what's going on, but I think for somebody that just watched it of course, you mm-hmm. said you yeah. you didn't have that problem. So, yeah, I mean, but I did know that there was a likely sequel, and even at the beginning, of the well, movie, they it said yeah, Dune part, part one. one. Yeah, but um, I was reading that they didn't greenlight the sequel till like October twenty sixth. So now it's yeah. greenlit, but it wasn't when it was released. Yeah, yeah, and you know, pre COVID, this would have been something that they would have shot one and two back to back. Yeah. And that would have made a difference. I think. I think if, if you knew that was coming out in a year, yeah, yeah. A, a year would be the 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 the, mm-hmm. the optimal um, distance between the two of them. So, mm-hmm. I love the production design of the worms. I love yeah. the production design of the ornithopters. Uh-huh. The whole look of everything was great. It was great. I thought Timothy Chalamet called it a thopter in one at yeah. one point. Yeah, like you'd say copter. Yeah, thopter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, they're called ornithopters. O r n i t h o p t h e r. Ornithopter. So based up after you know grasshoppers. The, uh, yeah, uh, sure. Dragonfly. Dragonfly. Yeah. Dragonfly. Because there was a AI artificial intelligence uprising several thousand years before, so they destroyed all computers, and they kind of dumbed everything down to what it would be very human centric or organic centric. <laughs> That's why you don't see very many computers. You don't see any computers at all, and you have the Mintats which are the uh, dudes who walk around that their eyes roll back yeah. and they do their computations. Mm-hmm. They're walking computers. So, huh. and that's some stuff that you, that's some of the world building that you get from the book that they just had no time to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They cut out a, um, to give Dave Batista more lines, they cut out a very important character from the book, Fade Rotha mm-hmm. Harkonnen, um, who was played by Sting in the, in and he is going to appear in this part two. I've heard. Is he? Yeah. Okay. That would be great because he is supposed to be the, um, he's supposed to be roughly the same age as Paul Atreides. Right. And he's the, kind of the, 
opposite of him, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the Batman Joker. The yin yang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the the whole idea was the Benny Gesserit breeding program to get to the Kotsakatarak. Uh, I just love saying that. i got to clean off the mic after we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My eye! Was the Atreides, the Atreides line was supposed to culminate in a female heir who was going to be married to the Harkonnen. Harkonnen, sorry, I'm going back to the old David Lynch, a Harkonnen hair to make the Quizwalk Hatterach. Harkonnen hair? Harkonnen air. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. One of them French words. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, uh, it's interesting that Jay enjoyed it more than you did, Art. Yeah. I, I Maybe really, it's good not to be too invested yeah. in the book. To, you know, but I, I just kind of found that lately with a lot of stuff. I mean, like Foundation, found myself disappointed in that. Uh, you know, just, and then... Um, and then this, and then we started watching the Invasion series. Oh, how is that? It's just too slow. Is it? I mean, yeah. It's just, it's. we've watched two episodes of it. Uh, some parts of it can be very interesting, but otherwise it's just dragging, and it's all moody, nobody. <laughs> but even before the Invasion, everybody was, you know, just awful. And, it's know. like it was shot in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. listening to grunge music yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So. Yeah, um, invasion. It's a. Uh, it's on Apple TV Plus. It's um, oh Sam, Sam Neal's in Sam it. Neal's yeah. in okay. it. Okay, uh, he's like a small town sheriff, right? right? Yeah. yeah, of course. It's, he's it's, good. Uh, it looks very, very interesting. I thought it was going to be. I was really looking forward to that, and we just. I mean, we watched the second episode, and I found myself not really caring what happened next. I um, I find myself kind of. I'm, I'm trying to forget that foundation is based upon foundation yeah. and looking at it as something different. Mm-hmm. Cause there's some really cool themes, some really cool characters that they invented for this. Yeah. But, oh, and I will yeah. say the, so this may be, maybe it's just the idea that, you know, I'm ready to see the finish of Dune yeah. because that's the one I keep saying, like I said, I keep thinking to myself, Oh, I should, there's more to, I should be, I haven't finished that yet. Yeah. So maybe I'll hold reserve judgment on the whole thing until 2023. Uh, when well, we do our 300th episode. Yeah, if we're around that long. So did you think it was faithful to the book? As you I don't remember the book well enough. So okay. what it did inspire me to do was order a box set of the first six books, which I understand is three books too many. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> did you do that as a Kindle? Or? Kindle, yeah. 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 And Because uh, uh, I know I've read one and two. I think I may have read three already, but it's been so long ago. I don't oh, remember. I couldn't them. get through. It's it's Dune, Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, and God Emperor yeah. of Dune. And I can never get through God Emperor and of Dune. Right after I ordered it, a couple of days afterwards, I was reading another review about it. And it said, do I need to read all the books of Dune? No. You just read the first one. The rest of them are just not good. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's great. Yeah, it's kind of so like... So I got five books wasted. It's kind of like, you know, we don't talk about Highlander 2 yeah. or Superman 4. Yeah. So, or really Superman 3 either, so... No. Yeah. That's we, true. Superman 1 and 2. Yeah, that's it. You know, the Donner cuts, so... <laughs> Anyway, um, all right. So a mixed so review. So you were going to say something about Timothy, Timothy Chalamet? What yeah, we, you know, I, I thought he was good, but I, he was a little whiny for me. That's what uh, he was. A Will, little, Will and uh, and Becky said that especially. They said he just, it, you know, almost an Anakin. I was going to say he, he channeled Anakin. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Sandy. Oh, <laughs> I don't like the sand. I'm going to pick up some power converters at Tashi Station. That's Luke. Yeah, I know. But Wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it now. We can't cross. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying, he was whining too. So, so to me, Luke is a little bit like Paul Atreides. Yeah. You know? Oh, oh, yeah. That was another yeah. thing we too said. Lucas really borrowed some stuff from the Oh, he did. Stuff. I mean, yeah. he borrowed so much. Yeah. I mean, you know, at least. Homage. Yeah, homage. French one more yeah. time. Yeah. 
at least the Fremen talk, you know, a language you can understand as opposed to the Tuscan Raiders. But oh, I yeah. mean, but if you look at the Sarlacc, that's just a sandworm. I yeah. mean, it's just yeah. Well, and the whole scene, of course, this was later in the prequels, but the whole scene where the little dart thing comes in, and you know, that's very much like there was a, there was something yeah. that came after uh, Padme that was similar to that. It was a yeah. worm, but it was a very similar kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's like a yeah, it was a hunter seeker. Yeah, so. a hunter seeker. Uh, it, it, you Which go, makes me think of Harry Potter now too. So maybe she well, you know, she she yeah. kind of borrowed it from there. But yeah. you go back to Frank Herbert and the world building he did. He was so unique for the time. This is early sixties, mm-hmm. and it's uh, kind of interesting how some of the themes have held up. So I, that's I, another thing too is. I had forgotten it was that old a book. Yeah. You know, so very, had a very much ecological bent yeah. at the time. He was kind of in, in front of any sort of green movement. Yeah. He, I was reading how he kind of came to do it. He would, had gone to do like a writing project, right? Yeah. And, uh, I think literally somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. He yeah. Was reporting that's what I was thinking something. too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seattle or some, yeah. maybe, I don't know where it was exactly, but because of that, he wanted to do this thing that was, like you said, very much, uh, and gosh, way ahead of his, his yeah. time, I guess. So it was well, ecology was big in the sixties too. So. Yeah. It was starting to be, it was pre EPA and yeah. it started to become big, but it was a, um, uh, he was a nonfiction writer. He's a newspaper. Reporter, That's what I, I was thinking too. Yeah. 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 So, so. the ecology thing, I, I, one of the references I came up with was a, uh, somebody had done a climate model on Arrakis yeah. to determine whether or not it would actually, based on the, all the data from the books, yeah. decided whether or not it would be. Hey Jay, um, it's called science fiction. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, yeah, anyway, they did this whole climate model to decide if it was habitable or not. Uh, it was in my popular science uh, <laughs> email. Well, what'd they say? I think it's, I don't, I didn't read the article. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I didn't finish it. I not a build it. up, but uh, not that. Yep. But no conclusion. Well, so. I was like, you know. He never thought he'd get that far into the conversation. <laughs> There's a lot of They're data. letting me talk. They're yeah. letting me continue this sentence. <laughs> I don't know how this goes. How does it end? How That's does it right. end? Um, well, so obviously, Lucas borrowed a sand world from, yeah. you know, and, and I don't know that there's a Caladan that um, sort of. I guess Camino in Star Wars would be more Caladan, but if you remember Camino in the prequels, in the Star Wars prequels, it's where the clones were were manufactured. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. all water. Caladan wasn't all water. Caladan was like mm-hmm. a lush paradise. So, right, Jay? Right. Yeah. Okay. Lush so, paradise. so we. Oh, Caladan. Uh, we do. We really hadn't mentioned many spoilers, but I had forgotten that everybody dies because it doesn't end. <laughs> There's yeah. no spoiler. Well, the, I mean, I had forgotten that every everybody pretty much dies. Yeah, almost. You know, to be Mark Ruffalo, yeah, everybody dies. Yeah. But, uh, Thanks, Mark. Yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, that was. So, what did you think about some of the character changes, like um, Doctor? Uh, Lee Lee at Kynes. Yeah. Um, I had no problem. Yeah, with I it. thought that act. Actress that played her, him, her that character was great. Yeah, so she, she was, was him in the other book. I was yeah, like, yeah. In, so the, I thought those in were, the book, not the other yeah, book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so that was good. Uh, and that was really the only major mm-hmm. gender change, I believe. Yeah, and there were some things like you said. Some of the characters left out. Some of them kind of combined the I, different roles a little bit, or maybe different importance assigned to roles from one movie to sure. the other. But. I liked Lady Jessica, uh, the actress who played oh, her yeah. quite a bit. Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. She's what, one of my favorites. What yeah. else has she been in? She's been a lot of stuff. She's been in Mission Impossible. She's okay. uh, the first person to be in a mission, more than, uh, first woman to be in more than one Mission Impossible movie. She was in The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she, I think her first thing was the white queen or something. That's a series, historical fiction series on, uh, Stars Based upon Emma Star- Frost? No, uh-huh. not that. That's you know you watch. Hey, is this? No, this is something completely different. That's an X Men character. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. she's uh, she's all. I like the character she plays. She's she's good. Uh, she was also in this latest movie with Hugh Jackman, Reminiscence. I can't remember which was another movie that I thought I would really like, and it was just kind of. Wasn't that by the Wasn't that by the Little, little River, River Band? Band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We it's know the, it's a song made into a movie. Yeah, kind of like that Friday night. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, the nights that the lights went out in Georgia. Oh my gosh, turn that into a movie. That's right. With Dennis Quaid. Oh really? I don't Denis Denis Quaid. Yeah, <laughs> Denis Quaid. <laughs> Denis Quaid. <laughs> and Christy McNichol. Oh, that's the night they caught an innocent man, but there's yeah. no innocence to go around in this podcast. Yeah. So, all right. So, two two recommendations for Dune. One, yeah, and I would yeah. I'm, yeah, well, just yeah. Yeah. I don't like the sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I there wish, was definitely some angst. I there. wish he wasn't as angst. Age-wise, he's appropriate to the book because yeah. in the book, both Fade Rotha and uh, um, Paul Atreides are like 15 years old. Yeah. So as opposed to uh, Kyle MacLachlan, who is like, yeah. you know, 25 in, yeah. in, in, yeah. in the Dune. And looks older. Yeah. He always looked mm-hmm. older. He did. Yeah. He did. So. So. But Timothy Chalamet is going to be in the uh, Twin Peaks remake, which I thought was kind of interesting. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's playing Willy Wonka next. Yeah, he's playing Willy Wonka. Yeah, that was maybe he'll be a good Willy Wonka. Yeah. So it wasn't a bad Paul Atreides. So. No, it wasn't bad. I, you know, it, and then like I said, it just kind of. Well, we haven't talked anything about Jason Momoa. I mean, he looked. Oh my gosh, he looked after so he shaved the beard. Yeah, yeah. I, I really liked his character, Duncan Idaho. Mm-hmm. Fan favorite, Duncan Idaho. Yeah. Spoiler alert: He may be back. Really? I don't remember that. Did you not read the second book? I guess I well I don't remember it. Doom Messiah. Yeah, I know I read that one. So yeah, he comes back. Force Ghost. <laughs> Close. Close to a Force Ghost. Something. I think it's I called a Golem. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. That's coming back the, to me now. Yeah, the clones. Yeah, but he looks so Again, different. Again, Lucas borrowed yeah. so much from. So anyway, was this Lucas guy? Yeah. Um, he did look different. I loved his character. Duncan Idaho. Idaho was great. Yeah. So. Um, and that's just the a very different that, name, though, than the rest. You know, yeah, Duncan Paul Idaho. Atreides, Duncan Idaho. <laughs> Come on down and get, get some up. taters down in Duncan Idaho. <laughs> they were going to go with Jack, Indiana, but you know yeah. that that's where Lucas got Indiana that's right. Jones oh, from gosh. Duncan Idaho. Hmm, main character named after a state. I could swap them around. We Idaho, named the dog Idaho, Indiana. No. Who names a dog Indiana? That's the line from the movie. We named the dog Indiana. Who names a dog Indiana? I mean, really, seriously. Sean Connery. Must solid have, ask. Yeah, Sean, Sean Connery must have been mm-hmm. off his rocker a little bit Holy there. All right, we've gone down enough rabbit trails. I guess they would be wormholes. Wormholes. There you go. Uh, yeah, they I, didn't show any of the navigators either, did they? I was kind of disappointed. Didn't they show that in the in yeah the, they did in the first movie? Yeah, yeah, in the first movie they yeah. they, just, they showed the, the spacing guild. Navigator. Before we go, is there any way to watch the miniseries? I, it is not streaming anywhere. Yeah, because I'd really like to see that again. I almost feel like uh, trying to find a DVD of it somewhere and, and bringing it in. And a homework assignment: go look for Je- Jedawarski's Jedorski. 
Jaworski's or whatever Dune. Yeah, because yeah. there's, there's a, a documentary, there's a right? Documentary on him. He had this wild and crazy version of Dune uh, that would have been in early '80s, I believe, if not the '70s. Yeah, maybe late '70s. No, no, I think it was because the Lynch version came out in '84, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think it was just a couple of years before the Lynch version. And it would have been out. like a hundred million dollars yeah. in 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 1981, and just crazy and. Are you Is looking at that down? I was, no, I'm oh. looking. Uh, I was thinking there was another film. He's getting film. his lunch order ready. Yeah. So it was, it was just the 1984, and then there was a mini current. Well, there was a mini series on sci-fi back when it was truly sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, and that they did Dune, and then Children, Children of Dune. Dune. Okay. Which um, is that a continuation? Yeah. More or less? Yeah, that's the third book. So they kind of took. Dune I mean, it's a, a series, though. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the third book. That's what I said. You know, it's a continuation of. And then there's a sisterhood that's coming out soon. So that's uh, it's going to be a mini series on HBO Max. Soon right? being relative. Yeah, yeah, it's about the mini Jesuit. Okay. So one of the things when Frank Herbert died, uh, his son Brian Herbert, yeah, uh, finished continued the story, then mined a lot of his dad's notes to create and created his own backstory. So you you find out about the Benny Jesuit and a bunch of other things. So. Yeah. Very interesting stuff. It's a very, very wild world. Wide world. And wild world, I guess. If you're riding worms and, you know. It, I, I guess it's always pumpkin spice season on Arrakis. Oh. And on that note. Yeah. I've been waiting all day to do that one. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for 150 episodes of Mostly Nonsense and some Jay. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>